SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Compromise. There were a lot of different ideas, and uh, you know, a lot of people were interested in trying to have the rule apply the same in, in the regular season versus the postseason. I think we came down to uh, the majority felt we really didn't, needed to make the change for the postseason, and, and you know, I think that's what we were hoping for, so I'm, I'm happy the way it turned out. I mean, what do you take away from a game like this? You guys obviously come back from double digits to get the win, but give up 123 to a team like Detroit. We made a team like Detroit. Well, they got the second worst record in the East, and they're not the strongest offense. I mean, they've been playing solid the last two weeks, though. Yeah. We don't look at teams like that. I know their record is good, but they still got pros over there. And tonight they made shots. You know, they start off the game making six threes in the first quarter. They give you a lot of confidence as a team, you know. So we had to, uh, and it's good for us to go through periods like that because it's going to be times in the playoffs where teams get hot unexpectedly and see how we weather a storm. So it's a good test for us, you know, and I like it. No matter if we're playing the Pistons or the Milwaukee Bucks, I think, you know, situation, you know, we, uh, we got better from and we moved, we, we evolved as the game went on, you know, uh, regardless of the opponent. to Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio on this Wednesday, March 30th, as uh, we have one more day, uh, this and tomorrow, uh, on the month of March, then you got to get those invoices in, folks. Uh, yours truly sitting in, Scott Wetzel, for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls, 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Practice makes perfect, or does it? The unperfect 10, improved but not perfect. Uh, Mr. Vegas, uh, two steps away from being perfect. Uh, going too far, they say. And uh, the Jazz leaving the door open on our 36-1 to ticket. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on this uh, Wednesday morning hump day here uh, as we uh, kind of a little, little bit of a lull. It's just, this is like a nice, easy kind of, just sit back, relax, nothing crazy going on in the world of sports. NFL trying to correct, to, <clears throat> excuse me, correct the wrong. The Tiger Woods in the news. Lakers <laughs> providing the comedy for us. You know, we had Chris Rock and uh, Will Smith provide the comedy on Sunday. We got the Lakers doing it last night. <laughs> it is beautiful, isn't it? How they just lose, lose, and lose some more. So, a little bit to get to, plus your phone calls again. 844-843-6879. We'll start with our uh, open uh, parlay because we hit another one last night, although it, did, uh, it took a little something. You heard Kevin Durant there talking with the reporter, <coughs> excuse me, about the reporter correctly asking him, you know, listen, you're playing the Detroit Stinking Pistons. And, oh, KD correctly said they're playing well, although he shortchanged the Pistons. They've actually been playing well for about a month now. They are now 15-1-1, folks, against the spread as an underdog. And uh, if you throw in two games when they were listed uh, somehow or another as a favorite, which they lost straight out, they're still 15-3-1 uh, and one over their last, uh, what is that, 19 games. I mean, this team has been on fire. And they continue. this is the greatest point. This is, the, dare I say it, this is the easiest 
uh, time of the year to beat the boys in Vegas. It really is. You have hockey well into its season, trends well into its season. You know who's good. You know who's bad. You know who's fighting for playoff spots in the NHL and positioning. You know NBA, same thing. You know who's good. You know who's bad. Every bad team always wins three, four in a row at the beginning of the year and think they're going to have a successful season. But, you know, at this point now, late March, uh, heading into April, we know who's good. Uh, there's only six, seven, eight, nine games left in the regular season for the uh, NBA. You got about a dozen or so for the NHL. So the teams that stink are going to stink. You know, they're not, all of a sudden, the Orlando Magic are not going to win three, four games, folks. It's just not going to happen. So this is, again, dare I say it, the easiest time to beat the boys in Vegas. Uh, And then on the other hand, you do get teams like Detroit that and OKC that continue to lose games, but they continue to cover games. OKC, we pointed this out many times on in-game live at night when I host with me and Dane and Dave. They have the second best spread record in the NBA. You're talking about a team that has, what, 20 wins on, on the season, something like that. One of the worst records in the uh, NBA straight up wise. But with the boys in Vegas, the second best. Better than whoever. Better than everybody except the Memphis Grizz. They trail the Grizz by about a game or so. I mean, and, and the Pistons, same thing, you know. And the, I will say this, too. The Nets were in like a big time prove it spot last night they lost to charlotte on sunday at home Kyrie's first home game of the season and it was a bad loss and everything else so they were in a spot where you knew they were going to be focused and ready to play and they still barely won and the pistons with their 20 wins have been just unbelievable and the same thing okc pistons have uh, has 20 wins and okc has 22 i mean two of the worst teams and yet man you can't beat them with the boys in vegas so uh, it's a great thing. You heard from Kevin Durant. You also heard from uh, Art Rooney, number 17,455 on the uh, overtime rules there as we begin our program. Opposite picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. So uh, the Nets do win. Lakers lose last night. Oh, this is funny. I've said it for a month now. FanDuel has not, for whatever reason, offered up, you know, will a team make the postseason? And when they did... They never listed L.A., and I've been saying for a moment this team is not going to make the playoffs. And right now they're sitting tied for the number 10 spot with San Antonio, and they lose the head-to-head tiebreaker with the Spurs, and they lose a three-way tie between the Spurs and Pelicans. They're not, I don't think they're going to win another game the rest of the season. You look at their schedule. They're not making the playoffs. Just getting underway, opposite picks on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Listen, we always listen to the fans. That's an important thing. Um, You know, you hear that on both sides, uh, and I understand that. Um, we're always looking to improve. And I think what really drove the decision was the database, ultimately, and, and looking at the facts and what's happened. Where we saw that uh, most having an influence, I think it was 12 games in, in the postseason have been in overtime, uh, seven of which I believe uh, were won on the first uh, possession. That when you see that, that's the type of thing that I think our coaches and everyone looked at. This is an issue in the postseason we should deal with. Uh, I think they like the, the overtime rule in the regular season. I don't necessarily mean believe that just because we're doing it in the postseason that'll lead to the in the post uh, in the regular season. 
All right, welcome back. Opposite picks right here on Sports Grid uh, Radio. Uh, 13 minutes past the hour. Yours truly, Scott Wetzel, sitting in and taking you always uh, as we do to uh, noon Eastern time before Pro Football Full Circle takes over with Joe Lisi and uh, George Kurtz. That was uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell talking about the uh, overtime rule they changed for the postseason yesterday. You know, it's uh, it's kind of funny to hear him say, "Yeah, well, the fans have uh, you know responded, and we uh, or the fans have spoken, and we have responded." Yeah, okay, like that really matters one bit here, right? <laughs> what a dope. Um, listen, the numbers really. There's two ways to look at this thing. The numbers aren't as one-sided as you would think. You know, there's a misnomer out there that there's a, you know, I'm watching a four-letter network and and the Bozo doing a report that says, oh, you know, 82% of the games are won by the team that gets the ball first. All right, but how many times do they win when they get on the first possession? That's what really matters. And it's only seven versus five. You know, you're one off being 50-50. It really... But I will say, you know, it only takes one or two. It is inherently wrong. It is inherently unfair. I've long said the perfect way is just extend the game. I mean, it's it's really not that difficult. It's only when you start to reset the process does it become an issue of whether it's fair or not. What do you mean just continue the game? Just continue the game. Whoever's got the ball at the end of regulation, you know what? You get the ball to start overtime. It's as simple as that. And if the, if the defense uh, doesn't get the ball because you score, well, so what? That that's Those are the breaks. You know, that, that's how the game was going. You don't flip coins uh, after the first quarter, do you? You don't flip coins after the third quarter. So why do you flip coins to start overtime? Whoever has the ball at the end uh, continues to get the ball, and they can score, and if they do, they win the game. And there's no bitching and complaining. It's the natural flow of the game. Uh, well, there's not going to be lack of drama. Maybe there, there, there might be that uh, lack of, uh, uh, you know, I got to score here because there's only two minutes left on the clock. But you know what? As a fan of a team that's given up 50 gazillion and as, as a guy who's watched 50 zillion defenses go into those stupid uh, prevent defenses and give up touchdowns and lose, maybe they won't anymore. Knowing that, you know what, we're just going to roll it over and go into another quarter. We don't have to play back. We don't have to play prevent defense. I think it would be a good thing. And then well, what about the strategy, though? Well, you would have strategy because now the team that has the football with four minutes left is saying, you know, we don't want to give the ball back. We don't want to score too early. We don't want to give the ball back to the opposition. Maybe we will run the clock a little bit here. Maybe we will use up some time. Maybe we will try and get it to overtime. And the other team would call some time. And there'll be strategy. There would be strategy. I really think that, that is the perfect system of just it's the natural flow. Like I said, you don't uh, flip a coin and start over again after the first and third quarters. So just make that same uh, rule here. We don't start over again. And this way... And it really is fair in that the team that generally scores last doesn't get the ball again and win and have two possessions back-to-back. And the team that scores last generally to tie the game, you know, doesn't get a chance to win it also. It's, you know, it's a fair process. All right, you scored. Now it's my my turn. Now I get the ball. Um, That or just go to the college system, which I know it's goofy. It's taken me a long time to actually like it, but... You know what? It's fair. You know, you don't have anybody ever complaining, well, I didn't have my shot. You know, one team gets it. You want to mark it at the 40-yard line instead of the 30 like college does? Or do they start at the 20? One of the two. Um, You know, you you just can't have these games last forever, so you got to make it where they're in a scoring position. 
I don't. I wouldn't have an issue with that. That is ultimately fair. But I, I do think the perfect scenario is just just continue the game. There you go. But instead, they're going to have it now where both teams get the ball. Okay, what happens if both teams score? Then the team that gets the ball first is going to have that extra possession. The, the team that gets the ball first is always, always, always going to have that extra possession, which is going to make it inherently unfair. You know, the, so there is no perfect system, but. You know, you hate to force teams to do this, but I would have done something also like, all right, you get the ball first, you score a touchdown, you have to go for one. Other team gets the ball, they score a touchdown, you have to go for two. Ball game over. Uh, but is that fair? You know, you just you try and take all the little goofy rules out of it. Um, I didn't have a major problem uh, with the way it was, but it is it is unfair. I will say that. It's not fair. You get the ball. In a day and age where they make every single rule for the offense to succeed, it isn't really fair for the defense. I know you have the opportunity. I hear people say, well, the defense has the opportunity. Yeah, but every rule in the book, every rule in the book is designed for that offense. So you really need to give the other team a shot. But I, like I said, if you're going to reset it. But personally, I just wouldn't have reset it. So and then they're not going to do it in a regular season. They don't have any problems with ties in the regular season. I, I don't know why they just wouldn't do it then. But they they're dead set against having these long, long, long games. I think it's dopey. I just make it you know uh, continue until somebody scores. But uh, they don't do that. They play ten minutes. Uh, back to the NBA. Yeah, for a second, Lakers lose to Dallas. They do lose the tiebreaker against the Spurs. And they would lose a tiebreaker even if it was a three-way tie between the, the Pelicans and, and the uh, Spurs. So I've been saying it for so long. They've lost three in a row, seven of their last ten. You look at their schedule. San Antonio is actually playing halfway decent basketball. Spurs also have the Portland Jailblazers on their schedule twice, whereas the Lakers play Utah, New Orleans, which will be a monster game, Denver, at Phoenix, at Golden State, and then OKC and Denver to close it out. You know, maybe they beat OKC, but where else are you going to get a win? You know, maybe Phoenix doesn't care. You know what? It's Draymond. Uh, I know he has this uh, love-hate relationship with LeBron, but I think you're going to get an honest effort at a Golden State that day game, even though they'd be playing for nothing. Um, I, I don't see them getting another win. I don't, I don't think they want to. I really don't. I've said it for a month now. I don't think LeBron wants to suffer the embarrassment. And I, everything I've said, you, you think I come up with a lot of goofy things and conspiracies and blah, 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 right? That, that's okay. I'll take it. It comes with the territory. But I've been dead on with this Laker team. I've been saying it for a month now. I told you LeBron doesn't want to have to suffer the embarrassment of playing in one of these playing games. I said he's going to come up with an injury, and that's going to be his excuse. He's going to be able to look in the mirror at the end of the day and say, well, we weren't a lousy team. We didn't play bad. I didn't suck. I just got hurt. AD got hurt, and that's why we didn't make it, not because we're not any good. And that's what exactly what has happened. Now he comes up with this mysterious ankle injury, kept him out of last game, don't know if he's going to play again. Nah, he doesn't, he doesn't, want, he doesn't deal with this nonsense. He, he, he wants out. I'll tell you what, Jazz lost again last night. They were up 25, and they lost to the L.A. Clippers, who had lost five in a row. Paul George uh, plays for the first time in a couple of months and puts in 30-plus. Uh, you realize, you know, if you listen to me, which you should, <clears throat> you're, you'd be holding on to a 36-1 to ticket on the uh, teacups to win the uh, Northwest Division. You know, Utah's holding up its end of the bargain. They, they really are. They have now lost five in a row. They're six and nine their last 15 games. 
they have kept the door open for Minnesota and Denver, for that matter, to win that division. They're now tied with the Nuggets for first place, and uh, the teacups are two back, two in the lost column. I mean, we, we got six left. Unfortunately, we do have to make up three because they lose the tiebreaker with, with Utah. I'd have to check and see about Denver. But that 36-1 to 1 ticket that we bought a month or so ago, I told you would be live, and it is live. We have a shot, and you look at that Jazz schedule the rest of the way. Same with the Lakers. They got a few more losses. I'm telling you, if Minnesota could just win a few games, we might be able to cash that uh, ticket. Cha-ching, cha-ching. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Toward the world is yours truly. I just had to run to a quiet spot. I'm here on that other coast, and it's beautiful. Now, I got here thinking spring break was over, and I would come and get behind it, but evidently places like Delaware, University of Delaware and stuff, they do late spring break, and they chase me. <laughs> I finally got to a place that it's a little quiet. Now, I thought the question I would be getting all day would be the question about the overtime rule of the NFL. Why'd you kill your ex-wife? Well, you know, oh, I don't okay. totally agree with it because uh, I wish they would have done it like they do college, where both teams get the ball from like the 30-yard in and go in. But anything is better than what happened last year, to not see Josh Allen have an opportunity uh, to keep that game going. Certainly, it hurt me. But the question I've been getting is Will Smith and Chris Rock. And it was unfortunate. I, I, I think Will was wrong. Uh, look, I understood the feeling. Now, uh, in my life, I've been through a lot of crap, and I was raising two young kids, and every comedian in the country had an OJ routine. And don't think what are you been through, I OJ? wouldn't want to be slapped a couple of those guys, but you got to accept it. it's It's humor, and I didn't even think that was all that egregious. I thought it was a semi-unfunny joke, but I, I I don't know. I don't get it. I know this. After what You're happened right to me that. in Las Vegas, if I would have done that in front of a billion people watching around the world, they would have given me life without. I'm just saying, <laughs> hey, take care. <laughs> Oh, brother. Welcome back. Opposite Picks right here on Sports Creek Radio. We give you everything here. Uh, OJ, we probably shouldn't give him like that much publicity, really. I mean, you know, say who goes, by the way, no offense. Uh, and I've been to Delaware a few times. A nice little place there. But who goes to Delaware for spring break? First of all, what 80-year-old man basically is going anywhere for spring break? My goodness. I guess you have to admire just his tenacity to still be uh, willing to uh, do whatever it takes to get a little action there and have some fun. My, you know, but going to Dell. And then he's thrown into Will Smith. Yeah, I've been through some things in my life. Really? Really, OJ? You think? You think? They're willing to throw away the key, right? You think they are? 
Uh, I don't think Will Smith has, uh, you know, been accused of uh, killing his ex-wife and her boyfriend. Um, he's still he's still in denial. I don't doubt for a second. I've said this many times. I don't doubt for a second he could pass a lie detector test. I think he's in complete denial. Forget about the fact that he wrote a book where he admitted to killing her. For, you know, forget about all the other things. Um, you know, the the perfect scenario. This is how it would have gone down, or whatever the name of the, the book was. Um, I I think he's in such a complete denial that he would pla- pass with flying colors uh will smith went too far yeah you know a little something about that huh but anyway our teacups are alive our 36 to 1 to see if you gotta follow along you gotta follow along when i tell you to do something you know just just do it and then we'll have some fun with it we bet on minnesota to win the northwest division who even knew there was a northwest division right um about a month and a half or so ago at 36 to 1 and uh, I said, it, you know, it takes a little something for it to occur, but you got a chance there. You've had worse 36-1 to 1 tickets, and lo and behold, Utah is definitely holding up its end of the bargain. Five straight losses, as I said, nine of, uh, of 15. They got the Lakers up next. Okay, toss-up game. At Golden State, should be a loss. Memphis at home. Could very easily be a loss. And then it eases up a little bit. You got OKC, you got Phoenix, which will be playing for nothing, and then at Portland. So you got to get three more losses. You get three more losses these next three games. If the teacups can just start winning again, man, the door was open for them to win this division. So, but we got hope. Uh, out uh, with two games back uh, with, with six to play. So you never know. You never know. 844-843-6879. Uh, one other thing I wanted to get to here before the uh, before the phone calls here. Uh, oh, with, with Tiger Woods. Listen, uh, he had a practice round yesterday with his buddy Justin Thomas, and he may or may not play. I, I really don't care, you know, um, quite frankly. You know what my real question is? If this guy does play, first of all, what does it take to be Tiger Woods' friend? What do you mean, Scott? Honestly, what, how much do you have to swallow to really be not a not a, a you know uh, you know I know him you know we hang around and we shoot some golf a little bit I'm talking about a real friend friend not just an acquaintance I mean if if you're Justin Thomas who's supposedly his best friend <clears throat> on tour. Are you not allowed to ask him about, hey, you know, you had a little car accident about a year or so ago. You remember that? You may have been drunk, may have been high, may have been on drugs, you know. Um, you have a past history of drug use, you know. You know, Are you not allowed to ask those things? Uh, I, I got a guy in my podcast that, uh, that swears he knows someone that uh, could tell you some real strange stories on what Tiger Woods was doing when he got into that car accident. I won't delve into that too much, but, I mean, are you not allowed to ask about this stuff? You're not allowed to ask about the ex-wife, hey, that mailbox there, that little gash on your head and, and the broken golf club. Are you not allowed to ask things like that? Honestly, right? I mean, how far... Are you allowed into his real, real, real world? And how far must you stand back? I get the impression you have to stand back. And I know guys like this, you know, where you you cannot really. I don't think Tiger Woods has any confidant. I really don't. I don't think he goes to anybody and says, yeah, it was 7 o'clock in the morning and I was buzzed. I was drunk. I was tired. I was this. I was going 80 miles an hour. I fell asleep. I passed out. I was doinking my stuff. Whatever the case may be, I don't think he tells anybody that stuff. And I don't think you're allowed to. You know, that that's how Joe DiMaggio was reading the books on Joe D. He was a nut, too. You weren't allowed to really delve into his personal life at all. So I, I wonder what boundaries Justin Thomas has. And, you know, for this weekend or next weekend with the Masters, if he does play, you know, 
There are a lot of questions. A lot of questions. You talk about the Teflon Don of sports. Man, you know, uh, Tiger Woods is it. You know, the guy gets into a car action. He's, he's well, you know, 20, 30 miles, whatever it was, over the speed limit. It crashes, crosses barriers, goes into a ditch, rolls his car, uh, damn near kills himself, blows up his leg. Fortunately, he didn't hit anybody else, but he certainly could have. And, man, we don't know a damn thing about it. Why? Because the gutless media won't ask Tiger Woods. Because CBS and Jim Nance and all the other cronies want to kiss his ass. And if he goes to play golf this weekend and we're all going to marvel, oh, wow, it's been a year and a half. And look at Tiger. He's hitting the ball. and He's so great. This and that. Oh, well, why was he out for a year and a half? Can we delve into that for just a couple of minutes? Can we please explain why the man was last seen in a ditch upside down? Can, can we ask him about that, please? Think CBA, you think Nancy's going to pull him aside and say, hey, you know, what happened on that 7 o'clock morning? No, but we're all going to marvel about how great an athlete is able to come back. I mean, I don't know what he was doing, and I'm not making any accusations. I just want to know. I want to know. I want to have Tiger fess up. You know what? It was 7 o'clock. I was speeding. I was late for a meeting. Okay. End of story. If that's it. Uh, you know, what about the uh, you know uh, the, the cop there and everything else? It didn't, didn't breathe alcohol, but it turns out you know, you know we didn't even take any tests. Well, that's kind of weird. Now, I mean, well, you tell me, you know, what, what, what went on? What happened? You know, did you fall asleep? I mean, just nothing. Nothing. Man, the media is so afraid of this dude. He always, always, always gets a pass. And he's got a past history with, with drugs in his system. It, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And if CBS goes gaga over him like we all know he will, I'm going to get sick to my stomach. I really will. 844-843-6879. All right, we got opposite picks. We got uh, the um, open parlays. We hit another one last night. It was a struggle with the Nets, but we're still alive. Knock on wood, so hopefully we'll continue that. We got a couple of more winners to give out. First up, uh, our good buddy, Dom in East Rochester, starts us off again today. What's up, Dom? How are you? Hi, Scott. How are you? You know, I Good, man. What's on your mind? I called about the over. I called about the overtime rule, but you know, it's not often I get to say you're right. Uh, they, they're afraid <laughs> of this guy, and, and and LeBron is the same thing. You know, they're afraid of him. Yeah. Too. They don't ask him the questions they're supposed to ask him. So maybe Woods, maybe Woods could buddy up with OJ. Maybe they'd make a good pair. You think? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> there so, you go. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, Scotty, uh, I, you know, I've said it to you before. I just wish Tiger and now Mickelson and James and Brady just go away. But they never go away, and they're not going to go away. They're all going to end up in, uh, you know, in the ownership and so on and so forth. Anyway, yeah. Scotty, on the overtime rule, on the overtime rule, well, Flubbelow, Weenie wind their way into getting the rule changed. And, you know, let's not forget, Scott, and I know you haven't. They're leading the game with 13 seconds left in the game, okay? Right. And all the coach has to do, all the coach has to do is, you know, kick the ball uh, along the ground, whatever they call it, and, uh, you know, the, the game would have been over. So, and instead, uh, you know, this crap is happening now. You know, Scotty, do they ever think any about playing any defense? Does anybody think about defense? But of course not. 
So, listen, I, what you said is possibly all right. The coin flip's got to go. They got to get rid of the coin flip. And what you said's okay. Maybe whoever has the ball just keeps the ball. You know, not not where they got it though. They got to go back to whatever twenty-five yard line or something. How about that? Uh, might be a good idea. Uh, how about total offense? How about the team with the most total offense in the game, you know, gets the ball? So, anyway, the fact is you, you should have, have to earn the ball, you know. And for nothing else, yeah. Johnny, the owners didn't want it. I'm sorry. Well, they didn't the want it bad publicity. They, they really don't, Dom, and I appreciate the phone call. we got to run. They really don't like bad publicity. I will say that. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, yes. LLs know what that music means. Time to take out those pad and pencils. Get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio. Opposite picks. What are opposite picks your newbies ask? Well, we give you seven games, 7,000 reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, systems, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas. Uh, did go two and five last night, so uh, we continue to be uh, beating the boys in Vegas, as a matter of fact. 69 up and uh, 85 down now if you're an opposite picks uh, player. If you're a real player, uh, with the real picks, well, then you're uh, you're kicking butt. What can I tell you? Uh, we got a seven-pack of games free. We're going to start in the NHL. How about that? We got Buffalo getting a plus 130 versus Winnipeg. Are you kidding me? Sabres, don't ask why or how or whatever, but uh, they've actually won eight of their last 13 games, and they've beaten good teams, not the, the dredges of the NHL. They've beaten Calgary. They've beaten Vancouver. They've beaten Pittsburgh. They've beaten Vegas. Uh, and now they're taking on a Winnipeg team that is just 13 and 20 on the road, and I'm getting points. Love Buffalo here, plus 130. Uh, give me uh, Winnipeg, minus uh, the 150. Pick number two, NBA, Denver laying nine and a half at Indiana. We told you about the Pacers. They have been uh, left for dead a long, long, long time ago. 11 and 31 their last 42 games. They haven't covered many of those either. One and seven against the spread. In fact, their last eight games, Denver's fighting for the number six spot in the West. Uh, there, there's just no reason in the world why they're not going to go into Indiana and just uh, win by uh, double digits. We'll say we'll keep it nice. Just kick their butt. Love. <laughs> Of Denver here laying nine and a half. Uh, give me Indiana plus the nine and a half. Pick number three, Washington laying three versus Orlando. Wow. Wizards at home fighting for a playoff spot, and all I have to do is lay three versus a Magic team that is 10 and 29 on the season uh, on the road. Are you kidding me? I know Orlando didn't play last night. I know the Wizards did. They lost at home to Chicago, but Chicago's a halfway decent team, albeit struggling, but still, I mean, this is a drop down in class when you get to the Orlando Magic. They got the worst record in the NBA, and I'm getting Washington basically Pick them? Are you kidding? I love Washington here. Eh, give me Orlando plus the three. 
Pick number four, Celtics laying four and a half versus Miami. Does the big three play for Boston? Brown, Horford, and Tatum. They sat out their last game with injuries. Uh, I say they all return tonight, and that means a play on Boston. They're at home. They're 26-12 and 12 at home straight up. This is basically a straight-up play. I mean, they could win by four, but I'm taking my chances that they win and they cover the little spread. Love the Celtics here, especially after they lost in Toronto last time out. Yeah, give me the heat plus the four and a half. Pick number five, Charlotte laying uh, two at the New York Knickerbockers. Well, the Knicks just beat the Hornets in Charlotte last week, and now they're an underdog at home? Boys in Vegas are begging you to take New York here. You know what? Don't fall for it, folks. Uh, there's a reason why Charlotte is the two-point favorite. They're not going to lose. They've won nine of their last 13. They did slip up and lose to the Knicks last week at home by double digits, no less. But, you know, I've seen the Knicks lose a ton of basketball games at home. They're playing for nothing. They're basically mathematically eliminated, realistically anyway. Uh, Charlotte laying two. No way they're going to lose to the Knicks twice. They're too good for that. Love Charlotte here. Uh, give me the Knicks uh, plus the two. Pick number six, OKC, the Thunder getting 12 versus Atlanta. I told you, Thunder, second best spread record in the NBA. Hawks have the worst road against the spread record in the NBA. And now I'm getting 12 points with the team with the best record. Everything points to OKC. I know nobody's playing for them. Who cares? They continue to cover, even with these stiffs we've never heard of. And then the Hawks are atrocious on the road. Yeah, give me Atlanta, minus the 12. Final pick, pick number seven, New Orleans laying 13, maybe 14 now at Portland. Listen, Pelicans are fighting for a playoff spot. I don't like laying 14 points, which the line jumped up to already after being 13 last night, but the Jailblazers are just horrible, folks. We know that. I mean, eight of their last 12 losses by 30 points or more. They've lost 10 of their last 12 games. There's just They couldn't beat OKC at home. They just lost back-to-back -back games against Houston as well at home. The, the New Orleans has got it. They, if they want to make the playoffs, they have to pound Portland. Love the Pelicans here. Yeah, give me uh, give me Portland plus the uh, the fourteen. Opposite picks, seven pack. Winnipeg on the ice minus one fifty at Buffalo. Despite the Sabers playing good hockey, uh, Indiana plus nine and a half against Denver. Orlando plus only three on the road at Washington. We're gonna grab the Heat plus four and a half against the Celtics. Despite the Boston Celtics being twenty six and twelve at home this year, we're taking the Knickerbockers plus two at home against Charlotte. Uh, despite the thunder, the uh, Hornets being in a good uh, revenge mode, uh, we're grabbing the uh, Atlanta Hawks laying to 12 at OKC. Despite the Thunder having a second best spread record in the NBA, and uh, dare I say it, but let's you got to be consistent. Let's grab the Portland Jailblazers plus the 14 against New Orleans. Despite uh, obviously um, Portland just being absolutely lousy. Opposite picks. We'll post them on the website oppositepicks.com. Good luck, folks. Ah, yes. All right, let's uh, finish up a couple things here. Uh, our open parlays. Uh, we hit last night. No, we didn't win a lot, and we had to sweat it out for a team that was an 11-1 favorite, but uh, the Brooklyn Nets did win. So uh, it's a six-team open parlay. We roll over our profits six times. We put 495 on Brooklyn at minus 1150 to beat Detroit. We won 43 bucks. It's a win, a modest win, but a win's a win. 
So we're four down. We got two to go. We're up to $541. We're taking that $541, and I don't generally do this. I'm breaking a cardinal rule in that I don't put teams in these open parlays that I put in my pyramid plays but uh, or my uh, opposite picks. But I, I just can't believe Washington's going to lose to Orlando. I, I, you know, after losing last night, like I said, it's one thing to lose to the Bulls at home. I, I get that. But Orlando has the worst record in the NBA, 20-56, and 56, tied with Houston and Detroit. I mean, they have 10 road wins all year, 10-29. and 29. Washington, you know, they're six back. Uh, they have, uh, what, nine games left. I mean, realistically, they're they're done, but I'm still thinking, I'm still hoping there's a little bit of fight in them. I, I They can't lose, right, to, to Orlando? Let's do it. You know, there's a monster. You know, we could put the Pelicans, but they're such a huge favorite. What would be the point? So, and I don't like the, uh, the NHL board. Let's do it. Give me the Washington Wizards, $541 on the Wizards, minus three to win $474. we will take our chances. And we'll kick ourselves uh, tomorrow if they lose. Our uh, underdog parlay. We did win with uh, Colorado at even money versus Calgary, so we won 50 bucks. Now we're using a half a unit on that one, so we got the $50 winnings plus the original $50 bet. And again, I'm going to break another rule here. I'm going to go right back to a team I use with opposite picks, which I really don't like to do. But as Buffalo Sabres team is on fire, I don't, who knows why? I mean, go go figure. There's nothing to play for, right? I mean, they're, they're out of a playoff spot, and all of a sudden they've turned it on. I'm getting plus 132 on FanDuel right now. So, you know what? Let's put 100 bucks on Buffalo, plus 132 at home against Winnipeg, 100 to win 132, and we'll see if we can uh, cash that ticket. So let's go Sabres. Jets are lousy on the road. Buffalo's playing terrific hockey. Maybe we can cash in. And then our uh, open, our half a unit open third period over, eh, we lost with Colorado Calgary. We may, <clears throat> and I'll emphasize may, we may be coming to an end to our over third period run. Went five and four last night, which under normal circumstances is, you know, good enough, but not, not with open parlay or not with a uh, third period. You know, you're laying a buck 70 on all these. We only went three and two on Monday. Only went five and three on Sunday. We're gonna give it one more day. Uh, we're still 143 up, 66 down. I mean, that is a monster. You know, 143 and 66. Figure it out. 80, 80 games basically. What 77 games over 500. Uh, but it's 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 come back here this this week. These last three games. So, <clears throat> how many games we have on the schedule tonight? Four or five. We'll play all four or five. Uh, we got to pick one. Boy, you would have thought we should have done this uh, like two weeks ago when this thing started. We, we I think we caught in too late. Uh, so we lost with Col uh, Colorado Calgary. We'll start a new one. We'll go over one and a half goals, third period, San Jose, Arizona. Half a unit. We're 0-6. We're down 300 bucks. if you're a $100 player. We use a half a unit. So keep your fingers crossed uh, on that one. Our pyramid plays. 
And again, I'll post this on the, on the website. Um, a little rough start yesterday. Uh, we lost with Washington against the Bulls. Uh, we lost over 24 and a half points. Kyrie Irving, he had 24. Ugh, fudge. Uh, we did win with Colorado against Calgary. We lost with two and a half shots on goal. Matt Duchesne, he only had one. Bum. Uh, under uh, Washington State, Texas A&M, we did hit that. Wait, mark that as a loser. That's actually a winner. How about that? Um, we, what was the other one? Um, with our play of the day was over Kyrie Irving, and that, that was a loser. Our shots on goal. Let me just uh, flip that to a winner there, college basketball. Winner there. Reverse that. Um, seven and three. You know, if, if I don't have time in a certain day, we get a little few more phone calls. Other days we're like replacement radio, no calls at all. And uh, we don't have a time to throw them out there. So we didn't have a time. But I did tell you that I was going to post them on the on the website uh, where I always do with the hockey page. So we went seven and three. We hit with uh, Florida, Sam Bennett, Barkov, and Huberto. Uh, we lost with Duchesne. Uh, we won with Forsberg out of Nashville. We uh, hit with Pavelski and Hintz uh, for uh, Dallas. As Hintz got like three shots on goal like the final two minutes of the game. <laughs> we left last night. He only had one. He ended up with four. So uh, in the end, with everything said and done, uh, with uh, Hartman and Fiala and Erickson for uh, Minnesota, we went 7-3. and three. We're now 92 up and 65 down. Cha-ching, cha-ching. How about that? So today, let me just erase that. We're done with the, yesterday. We need to make somebody today, Scott. NBA best play. Let's do it. Washington Wizards laying three against Orlando. Best NBA prop tonight. R.J. Barrett's been on fire for the Knicks. They've raised his number a little bit. Uh, they don't have it posted right now, but whatever it is, we'll play over. Uh, figure like 23 and a half or so points, maybe 24. Uh, R.J. Barrett, he's been on fire. Uh, NHL, not in love with the schedule tonight, but we're going to go under six and a half. Rangers and Detroit uh, Pistons, Detroit Pistons, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, our best uh, prop uh, shot on goal guy. You know, we're gonna. I know the Rangers played last night, big game, but we're gonna go over two and a half. Uh, Chris Kreider for the Rangers. He averages over three. His number is only two and a half on FanDuel. They play lousy Detroit, so let's go over two and a half. Kreider. No college basketball tonight, and if you're only gonna play one, well, listen. Let's roll the dice. Let's go all in. Wizards laying three against Orlando. If you're only gonna play one. And if you're only going to play one right now, we're 11 and 8 on that. Our shots on goal Kreider, Zabinajad for uh, the Rangers, Connor, Ellers, and Luke Dubois for Winnipeg, uh, Marchesal, and Petrangelo for the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, I'll post them on the website, opposite picks on the hockey page. So we are all set. We'll close up shop with a couple of stories here that we didn't have time to delve into. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Give it Give it Let's open Let's open up with a joke. Um, what do you call... A cow on the floor. Anybody know? Ground beef. <laughs> That's it. And, uh, next one, New York. Ah, uh, there you go. 
Giannis, the Greek freak, is really not Greek. I tell you why. I, I know a lot of people say this, uh, even in 2022. If he was playing in a real market, this guy would be all over the place. Can you imagine him in L.A. or New York, Chicago, uh, Philadelphia, you know, any, almost any city outside of, uh, you know, Memphis and, and uh, you know, uh, Milwaukee? I did, he would be huge. He really has got a personality. He's clean. Uh, no issues, drugs or whatever, you know. Um, uh, that's the Greek freak for whatever reason opening up uh, last night with a uh, Jerry Seinfeld basically joke. Uh, I got a couple of emails here. Mike writes in, uh, just wanted to let you know how much I love the site, OpsPicks.com, and your radio show. I always listen daily. So happy it's midday now. Uh, only used to catch half your show when you did the morning show. They made the right choice by moving the time. Thank you for all you do. Ah, appreciate that, Mike. Uh, absolutely. Another uh, email. Uh, Doug writes in, uh, listening, uh, love listening, Scott. Wish I could call in, uh, but usually at work. Anyway, I share your love for a good conspiracy. Look at the final four. Game one, Villanova versus a team caught making six-figure offer by the FBI. Game two, team that outbid the team caught by the FBI making a six-figure offer versus a team with 18-year-olds of fake classes, North Carolina. Uh, the only thing missing is Kelvin Sampson. Prior to the first game, going to midcourt to toss the first the ceremonial riot tap. <laughs> Legalized sports betting allows us to embrace the corruption. Yeah. And he's got three bets. Duke, Kansas, and UConn women says, I can't stand any of the three this way. I win either way. If they win, I cash. If not, then they lose. Love listening to the show. Thank you, Doug. That is it. Put the Doug Black Cloud on all three of those teams. Absolutely. Pro football full circles coming up next. Don't forget, go to the website for all the stuff we talked about, oppositepicks.com. Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll talk to you later on tonight on In Game Live on Sports Good TV.